The following program is brought to you by the 511 Media Group. This program is available on iTunes, Spotify, the 511 Media Group YouTube channel, and 511mediagroup.com. Welcome back to the Play It Loud podcast. I'm Rich. I'm Ryan. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And um, you're looking at me strange when I started that. Just Did you not agree with the, my choice of hitting it right on the post there? Or? No, so you nailed that. But my, I did. my face was, I thought on the last one that we had done, you played the girl voice. I did. You did. But that was because we had a girl guest. Ah. And I wanted to make sure that people knew that this was We're inclusive? To, correct. All right. Yes, we are a very inclusive podcast. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, so we are um, we're talking about concerts today. What does it cost to go to a concert these days? How expensive is it to go to a concert these days? And what are the bands feeling as far as the pain of being expensive? There's we've shared some articles you and I this week. Some people have come out on Twitter. Um, some some different bands have come out and said it's just getting too expensive to tour. Um, the cost of everything is going up, and there's reasons for that, and we'll kind of get into it. Yeah. Um, but as uh, people who are familiar with the podcast know, we do our first three. Our first three is a new song, uh, whether it's out on Octane or whether it's out on the radio or uh, bands just released it, and then we do an older band. Uh, or a band that's had some older songs. And older could be two, four, six, eight, ten years, whatever it is. And then we do an unknown. Kind of an unknown. Yeah. And so today we're doing three. Uh, the first one is a new song by Those Damn Crows. Now, a lot of people don't know them. They're a Wales band uh, from from um, from Wales. And they're huge overseas. Huge overseas. They sell out everywhere they go overseas. But in the States... Not, not as big. so not not as well known, but they just released their album Inhale Exhale, and uh, they just released their third or fourth song off the off the uh, release. It's called Takedown. We're gonna go through that. Uh, the older is uh, Any Given Sin. Uh, we'll get into where they're they're actually touring. Um, one of their songs, Dynamite, and then the third one is a uh, an unknown. Uh, and they just released their song on, on Octane, started playing it recently. Uh, some of the people listening to this may know Sleep Theory, and it's a song called Another Way. Quite literally, Sleep Theory, I had to look them up because I was like, I'm not real sure. And all of a sudden I look it up and I go, no, they have one song. It's literally one song. I was like, they've what? released. And they released it on TikTok. And so Octane saw it, picked them up, and started playing it. And now they're being played on Pandora, Spotify, Octane. Um, so, and they've gotten pretty big. So uh, as far as that song, that song's kind of taken off and, yes. um, they've started getting a, a, a decent following. So I know they're going to re re be recording more music. If you watch some of the little blurbs that have come out, uh, from them since then, they can't believe, Hey, you know, I can't believe Octane started playing this. This is, um, you know, incredible, unbelievable, that sort of thing. So, uh, let's go with the first one. Uh, so those damn crews, again, band from Wales, huge overseas, they're doing a they're doing a tour right now. Obviously, we can't go unless we went overseas yep. and saw them. I've actually gotten a few pieces of merchandise from them, a couple sweatshirts. Um, I've been in contact with their um, production uh, staff to see if we can get them on the podcast. 
waiting to hear back from them. Uh, I've emailed them a couple times. And so just I'm trying to get those guys uh, a little more publicity here uh, on this side of the Atlantic. So we'll see if that works. What were your thoughts on on the song Takedown? I, so I liked it. It's, it's definitely a little bit heavier. Uh, it reminded me of, so a couple bands use this specific song has that, I you know, I apologize, I'm not an artist. And I don't know all the specific sound equipment, but it's kind of a distortion mic um, on this one. And it was just a little bit heavier than kind of like Theory of a Dead Man. Um, but I, I really liked his voice. Uh, and this is, I'm not as big as you are on those damn crows as far as listening and how many times I've heard of them. Um, so because they just came out with this new album, I'm definitely going to rip through it uh, here shortly. But I really enjoyed it. So I gave you three bands I thought they kind of sounded like, if you mixed all those bands together. One was um, a very rock, uh, a, a very rocky version of Blackstone Cherry, not Southern rock. So if they took the Southern rock out, out of, of it, it and just yeah. went more hard rock or, or, or more rock and roll, I think they would sound a little bit like Blackstone Cherry. Um, the other one was a little bit of Alter Bridge. I could see that, but I don't necessarily see without that. the voice. Okay, not yes, the voice. Yes, you take the voice out of it and just the 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 music part of it. I felt like there's a lot of different parts of this album where you could go, oh, that kind of I, sounds I a little that. bit like Alter Bridge. Yeah. Um, and then Shaman's Harvest. I think they sound more like Shaman's Closest Harvest than to. anything. Yes. Yes. And if you're a fan of Shaman's Harvest, like I saw them open up for Nickelback, they're unbelievable. They're so good. And these guys, I think, are a little better than Shaman's Harvest. Very much so more polished. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed... So when they came out with their album, uh, well, today is the 21st. By the time people are listening to this, it's going to be a couple weeks later. Um, so they just came out with the album Friday. That the, Would that be the 17th? Mm -hmm. So, And when that dropped... Uh, they had released a few songs off that album. They had released Man on Fire, Wake Up, and This Time I'm Ready. So they had released three songs. This is the fourth song off that album. I'm looking forward to them releasing Lay It On Me, or Lay It All On Me, and then we listened to Also Find A Way, which I thought was the best so song on that album. Yes. Um, so I'm not trying to do an album review here, but... Um, those are the songs that are coming up. So if you take a listen to that album and you listen to it all the way through and you're not hooked as a Those Damn Crows fan, I'm not sure if you're even a rock and roll fan because it's really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, so the second, song, uh, the second song, we do an old song. Uh, we chose any, or I chose Any Given Sin. Uh, any Given Sin is actually on tour now with Saliva and Through Fire. Through Fire's got a few songs out. Uh, they've got one recent song on Octane they're playing. Um, Any Given Sin in 2018 released Dynamite. Should be able to go see them. We should be able to go see them. They're going to be local here to us. Um, they're going to be at the Vixen Theater in McHenry. And uh, we got tickets. So we're going to go see them. And I think Any Given Sin's Dynamite. And I'm not the only person. This is not like news. This isn't breaking news. But that particular song sounds like Shine Down. Yes, a uh, little higher octave than than Brent, though. Slightly, yeah. Um, I, I said it kind of sounds like um, so a little bit of if you if you blended Fly from the Inside and Burning Bright together, yeah. a little bit of that. They're older stuff. 
the the a first lot, two oh, certainly albums the first two albums. Down. Yeah, it sounds more like that, especially that particular song. Now, if you listen to the rest of any given sin song, not so much like Shine Shine Down, but that particular song absolutely does. Uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, I, again, I, th- I think it was one of those things where you listen to them and you go, "Wait, this sounds familiar." And what I want to do is, I, I just want to crush the whole album. I remember in 2018 when that song came out, people were like, "Oh, that's Shine Down. That's awesome. That's a great new song." And then it was like, no, that's not Shine Down. And yes, it's a good new song. Did you say they're not. from Memphis? I did not. Um, I did not. Okay, I, I, one of them. I, I can, I can, I can tell you where they're where they're from. Um, but when we go see them, I think we're gonna we'll have to. You know, anytime we go see uh, a show, we're gonna do a, Reach a out. recap. Yeah, um, I'll be interested to, interested to see what they sound like live. I think that's one of the things that I, I look forward to, especially in the rock scene. When we go see uh, these bands live, they sound very much like what they are on their album. You know, you go see some of these other, you know, whether it's alternative pop or country, sometimes they just don't sound good. And, or like the album. And to me, that, that that's, I think, the most disappointing thing when you go see a live concert. So they're from Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, okay. they're not from Memphis, but they're from Maryland. It's an M. Ma, 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 ma. Um, so we're seeing them March. Yeah, March 26th. They actually played Juliet the day before, March 25th. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they've got several dates here. They're they're playing with Saliva and Through Fire. I'm just going to read off of their uh, right, right off of their website. It says multiple elements converge to strengthen every bond. Four distinct personalities sharpen any given sin's edge. The Maryland Quartet. Victor Ritchie, Mike Connor, Rich Stevenson, and Mike Showalter infuse metal, hard rock, and alternative into a dark, dynamic, and deep signature style of their own, amassing nearly 10 million streams and 2 million YouTube views independently and landing multiple number ones on Sirius XM Octane, the group channel, this connection on a series of 2021 singles. Nice. So I hope people know who they are. I'm excited to go see them. because Five years they've been putting out music so we're going to a venue that's what 100 to 250 maybe it tops okay it's not that big so i know we talked a little bit about um uh shirts how many band shirts we all have uh one of the things i want to ask you is in today's day and age are you getting a signature if they're out and about after the show or if they're at the merch table yeah are you you having them sign anything no i don't think so i'd rather talk to them yeah, I'd rather have a conversation with them. Well, you're not talking day. about the merch table necessarily, right? What do you mean? Well, you can't have a full blown when you've conversation with them when you've got 50 people behind you. Yeah, but we have a podcast. Well, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but not just anybody has a podcast. They don't just give anybody one one of those, you know. Um, so yeah, but uh, I think those uh, th- those three are. Saliva, I don't know. I mean, take it or leave it, right? But sure. those first two bands, Any Given Sin and, and uh, Through Fire, are, re- are the reason I'm going to that show. Uh, we're going to have uh, the song Always by Saliva uh, in one of our top three. Because if you don't remember that one, which I'm sure you do, but I just that's one of my favorites. So okay. Old, we'll put it in the old Stay tuned. Old yeah. So we might have to do that for the recap Ooh, show. I like that. Okay. And then... Um, Sleep that, Theory. That, yeah, Sleep Theory, uh, another way. They just came onto the scene. Uh, they're the unknown. A, a song called Another Way. Uh, they got picked up from a TikTok video that they had put out of their song, and Octane started playing it. 
and which just how long? Blown I out. mean, have you recently? Yeah, because like it hasn't the been last long. few weeks. Okay, yeah, because when you said like literally when you said that, you're like, why? Well, how do you not know this man? And first of all, I was like, well, how many songs they got? So I went yeah. and one, one. They've got one. <laughs> no, they do have a um, like an acoustic version of that one song. Sure, it's called reimagined. You know, like a reimagined or reimagined yeah. or something like that. Um, I said. Uh, so I gave you two bands, I think, that kind of sounded like a little bit of Fire from the Gods. Uh, the singer looks kind of, looks and feels and sounds a lot like uh, the lead singer from Fire from, a God, from yep. the Gods. And Bad Wolves. And you said... I thought Skillet. I, I caught I caught some uh, some tones from Skillet. Not necessarily, obviously, the, the woman who sings with them, but uh, the lead singer. Or the drummer. Right. right. Or one and the same. Right. Uh, so Sleep Theory, another way. If you haven't heard it, look check it up, out. check it out. Good song. I enjoyed it. Uh, another thing that we do is happy hour. Happy hour. And this is, I think this is Ryan's favorite part of the uh Honestly, I, I get excited. So we, we are, we, we contribute different whiskeys oui, oui. and or, I mean, yeah, alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol. Of um, and so today we've got and a. And just a side note, if anyone's listening to this and they have access to uh, any distilleries or um, any manufacturers that want to send us any product to review on the podcast. We'll definitely try it. Send it to Richard at playitloudpodcast.com. Perfect. So we've got today few rye whiskey. We've got a rye lineup. Okay. Um, and so this is... For Ryan? A rye lineup a rye for Ryan? Lineup. Yeah. This is few immortal rye. Uh, it is 93 proof. And so this is one of my favorite sounds here. Give this a snort. And they're based out of Chicago. Few rye whiskey, and this is ninety-three proof. Ninety-three proof. Is this a limited barrel? Is this a limited? No, I believe, I believe you can go and get this one out on the shelf right now. Cheers! Cheers! I like it. Yeah, a lot of times. So for this, a lot of uh, the smaller distilleries, their rye. You want? You want some more? Is that sure? Okay. Uh, I'm just. It's. Going from my nose, <coughs> excuse me, down my throat. That's fair. Um, it burned in my nose initially, but it was it was good. Uh, a lot of times, some of that rye uh, tastes like cola, so I get a little bit of cola notes out of this. Okay, so I see you have 126 proof today. I do. No, no, no. Is that what it says? It is 112. Oh, 112. And the other one okay. is one. 18 and a half. Woo. So, all right. Step it up here shortly. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to give you a little bit of an update as well. Okay. So, just got back from the Turks and Caicos and had a little bit of a snafu. Typically, what happens when I travel is uh, I get the cheapest airline and we just make it happen, right? You throw in a backpack. You don't pay for bags. So they have, like, goats and crates and shit in the yeah. airplane with you? Yeah. It's been perfect. I'm, I'm imagining Indiana Jones and... It's Spirit and Frontier. That's what I fly. <laughs> now, this time, uh, flew a little bit of a different uh, airline, JetBlue. Not, not bagging on them at all. But what happened was, we were going to the Turks and Caicos. We were actually... We had to take three planes to get there and then a boat to get Can to the specific we, island. It was you and your girlfriend. Yes, my girlfriend and I. 
So we were getting out there. We we're going to do some diving. We we're going to do some snorkeling, going to see blue whales, hopefully snorkel with the blue whales. And uh, on this remote island, there is a total of 50, uh, 80 people total mm. okay. that live on it year round. All right. That being said, uh, we had to take quite a few flights, a boat to get there. So we take the first flight right in the morning. It's going to be a one-day travel all day long. JetBlue, we jump on. Oh, I forgot to tell you that the reason I even started talking about baggage is because we had to bring two suitcases packed with food. We froze all the proteins prior to, brought all the fresh food prior to, threw it in two different bags with our clothes and said, we're out of here. We're going to go and make sure that we're able to survive on this island because there is no grocery. There is no real store. Uh, there is, I believe, two places to eat uh, like food, some sort. Uh, but it's remote. Not remote. It's remote. So needless to say, we jump on the first plane. It doesn't take off. Okay. Um, we have to jump on another plane. We get stuck. Another jet blue plane. No, we so oh, they they, they switched us to American Airlines. The oh, problem okay. was is our we're on the plane. Our bags is bags are underneath or on us. that plane. Yeah, yep. And so we, they go, yeah, the bags will get there. And I go, well, like today, because like we have to go catch these other two planes and the boat to make it in one, you know, one shot. Needless to say, we missed all the planes except for the one from Chicago to Miami, Miami to the Turks and Caicos, and mm. we got stuck on. One of two, three islands that we were because to everything get to. had to work in a timely fashion. Exactly. Needless to say, uh, we finally get there day two. We don't have any food except for the eggs that we had ordered through the people that were setting us up at the house there, which are like seventy five dollars a dozen. <laughs> it's pretty rough. It's expensive. Uh, they don't really have any alcohol on the island. Mm. Um, and you know, I that's had, unusual. I had brought gin. I had brought whiskey, all in because we had the two bags. All so in your bags. I didn't really care. I said, "Let's." Bring now, it how all. did you did you wrap them in towels? Did you wrap them in clothes? Did I you wrap, put bubble wrap around? So them? I did bubble wrap and I okay. did wrap them in clothes. Plus, what I do is um, I wrap saran wrap. How does that work cork. with food and alcohol traveling in suitcases? Personal not- consumption, you're fine. Okay, is it because it's is it still considered international flight? Do you have to go through customs? Customs as long as it's in, as long as you're not selling it and you claim it's personal for consumption. personal consumption, okay. you're fine. All right. Um, so yeah, needless to say, we get to we finally get to Salt Key, is what it's known as. Uh, after the four planes and a boat ride, don't have our bags. And I had told my girlfriend at the time. Did you have to sell curtain rings to get Oh, my get gosh. That? You know what I'm talking it, about. Yeah, right? planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. That was a good reference. I like that. Did, you, did your wallet get burned up in the car? <laughs> yeah. How do they know which way we're going? Yeah, how do they know? So you, right. So you get down there. Uh, so I get down there, and thankfully I had told my girlfriend at the time, listen, you better pack a your suit and a couple of things of clothes. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like the bags, like in a carry-on. Yeah, in our carry-ons. They're like, the bags are going to make it. I was like, yeah, okay. But if they don't, it's an issue. And she's like, you're, you're blowing this out of proportion. To, right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, she only brought her suit, no other clothes. We didn't have our sandals, which as you can imagine. So she had to walk around in a bathing suit. And, uh, suit. She didn't have to necessarily sleep in it, right? No. No. So that's not that bad. <laughs> no. Sorry, Nita. No. So I, the great thing was we were on an island. 
Sure. The bad thing was is we didn't have any of our with clothes nothing. with nothing. Right. Yeah. It was, it, but it wasn't desolate. We so did was have it friends. like Tom they Hanks did, stranded on an island? No, there? our friends did. Were, you know, they helped. They fed us. Okay. They gave us alcohol. So okay. it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't because like, you knew yours was coming. It was coming. So unfortunately, we didn't get it till Tuesday, five days later. Oh, so food. We open it up. You could smell the food coming through. the And bag. does it smell your clothes now too? Because oh yeah, oh yeah. So how do you just wash your clothes then? Or we washed it in the in the ocean. No, I was going to say that, but we did not do that. We did it. They do have washer dryers there, but okay. everything's like in a small aqueduct underneath your house. So they pump it up from rainwater, mm. and then you take a shower. So you're turning on and turning off the shower. So we did it in the shower while we showered to wash you your like clothes. Put them on. <laughs> no. Put the clothes on, no. and then like <laughs> we would just take some soap. We'd wash like it in Joey there. and friends where he came in with Chandler's clothes on, yeah. like <laughs> like ten layers. Is that how you guys did it? So, but that was that was all we could do. So, needless to say, thankfully we did get to scuba, but we didn't get to finish the dives. Okay. We did do some snorkeling with the blue whales, but we only got to go out a few times. Very cool. It was one of those things where it was like, oh, this is going to be the perfect vacation. We had she had done it before, I had not done it before. I was excited. She's excited to show me. No dice. Mm. It was by the end of that one, she and was the like, worst we part need to about go it, home. you told me was that you paid what. Uh, Approximately. Roughly $5,000. And you consider it to be a... I don't know if I would have even paid $1,000 to go. For the end result. For the whole thing. Now, can you go back? Do you have insurance? Do you, do you buy insurance for the airlines or anything where you can go back and go, look, we lost all of this time and food. Right and now, everything. yeah. Right now, we're, we're working with the airlines in order to get at least something back on the food that we paid. But the problem was is typically most airlines say, okay, you've lost, you don't have your luggage. Well... Go buy what you need to buy. We'll reimburse you for those receipts. We you were already bought a, it. We were on an island, right? Right. And you already bought it, and we can't. So go just get submit more. the receipts for the stuff that you bought prior to going. I, they should be able to honor that. Well, the one thing. So I agree, and I got to ask you: How often do you keep your receipts for grocery shopping? Well, never. Right. Right. But the thing that we do have now is everything is electronic. So if you have to go back and get a receipt for something, you should be able to get it through the provider, whether it's, you know, whatever, whether it's a Kroger or Bosch's Bosch's or what do they have, Publix or, you know, we have Jewel here in in, in the Chicago area, uh, Jewel Osco. Yeah. Um, I would go back to them and go, hey, this is the day I purchased it and here was everything I purchased. Here's the card I used. Right. Right. Yeah. And we may have to do might that. Might have to do a little legwork, but you might be able to, you know, if you spend a couple hundred dollars on food, you and get it a couple was. hundred dollars back. Right. And if you spent some money on whatever, then you get that back. Sure. If you had to buy anything while you were down there until those five days later, then you'd get that back. Do you think I can say that the alcohol went bad? Does alcohol go bad? No. But you don't know if you would win that case, was, but was, you could try. It was, with, it was with smelly food. I had to throw it away. I couldn't drink it. <clears throat> <It's> horrible. <laughs> I like the... Uh, I like the few. Mm-hmm. Few are few rye whiskey. Small, small distillery out of. I Chicago. did like that one. It's and again, sour. I like everything that's kind of under that ninety-five proof. Yeah. Well, we're about to rock your socks here. Excellent. Okay. What's just, next? Let me switch to the Michters. It's Michters Barrel Strength. We're in the middle of happy hour, people. Happy, happy hour, hour is key. So nice. Thankfully, this is an older one, and so whiskey does not go bad. Just for everybody mm. out there, or. Spirits do not go bad as long as they're don't, prop, 
Don't let American Airlines hear this part of the podcast. God, son of a... <laughs> it doesn't go bad. If you keep it out of the sunlight... Sir, did you admit at all, at any time, that whiskey goes bad or does not go bad? No, not no, at all. No, never. Um, Publicly? No. Let me play this. Maybe on the podcast. Let me play this here. for you. Um, as long as it's corked, so right? So if okay. you leave the cork off, obviously it's going to go bad. Maybe it's going to get aerated. Came, maybe the cork came off in trans- transition. Yeah. Even after I just told you I saran wrap it closed, but yes. And bubble wrap it. Son of a. Um, and wrap it in your clothes. <laughs> so if you have It any, was important that the whiskey got there. Yeah, it was though. I was not happy. Yeah. Um, so if you've got any type of alcohol spirits in your basement, in your grandfather's basement, as long as the cork is not loose, mm-hmm. uh, no air gets to it, the spirit will be fine. So the cool thing is this is from 20- Do you believe in spirits? Oh, yeah. The liquid kind. So 2016 is where this one is from. It's 112.6 Woo. proof. It's Michter's Barrel Strength Kentucky Rye Whiskey. So give her a snort. So for the listeners who may not have heard previous podcasts, um, where are most, most, did you lick that before you did that? No. Okay. He just, for the, you can't see what he just did. He just, he just took my shot glass, put the rest of it in his mouth. I think he licked I did I, not lick. I, I, what I you licked I, every last drop out of there. What I wanted to do is make sure that this new rye whiskey wasn't going to taint, taint the old one or vice versa. Taint? Taint. <laughs> it's never a good thing. Not that taint. The not other that taint. All right. Uh, do you have some? No. no. Hold on. I get excited. Um, about what? Trying to make it the so, best uh, possible. What I was going to say before you started licking the oh. shot glass was... Um, for the people who haven't heard in the past, because I think you explained this before, cheers. Cheers. Um, where is most bourbon or whiskey manufactured or, mm. dis- or distilled? Well, most misconceptions specifically for Did bourbon. Did you just down that all in one? No, 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 no. Oh. I just took a little sip. Holy cow. In. Okay. Um, most people think that in order to be a bourbon, it's got to be in Kentucky. That's not okay. the case. Uh, the three largest non- or the three largest producers of whiskey for uh, NDPs, which is a non-distilling producer. A non-distilling producer is a distillery that doesn't necessarily uh, create their own whiskey. So they'll go and buy it from somewhere. Uh, The largest one is in Indiana, and that is called MGP, Midwest Grain Product. Uh, The second one is in Kentucky, and that one is known as Barton Distillery. And then the third one, and this is in no order by volume, uh, is Dickel out in Tennessee. And those are the three largest that sell their own whiskey to smaller to smaller distilleries. So one of the ones that I brought today, and we're not going to do on the on the podcast, we'll do it next time, is an 86 proof. It's a, uh, a Milliman Green. Mm-hmm. It's a single barrel, straight bourbon whiskey. You, you said this was a Dickel. Yeah, so turn right. it, turn it around yep. on the back label. And by the way, it's it's um, there's only 280 bottles uh, bottled from each cask, so it's a single barrel, right? Right. But I was just saying there's yeah. only 280 bottles, and the and the bottle is uh, I think it's 750. Yeah, 750 milliliters. And so th- the cool thing is, is actually there would there was less yeah, so bottles that Texas came out of there. So, yeah. There was less bottles that came out of there, but because they proofed it down, they added water to mm. the product that came out of the barrel. That's why there's 280, you said? Uh, 280, yeah. 280. It says distilled in Tennessee, bottled by Provision Spirits, LLC, 
Blanco, Texas, seven hundred fifty. So distilled in Tennessee, it's going to be Dickel. Okay, I'll read the rest of this the next yeah. time we do it. But yeah, yeah. you just mentioned Dickel, so um, on the next podcast we'll do this one because it's only eighty six proof, and I like I like things lower. a little lower eight, uh, proof. I just you know that's more my speed. I get it. I get it. Well, and if you're a beginner, you might want to start you... out start out with the lower with the lower proofs. Um, I made the mistake at my daughter's wedding of having a, a, a fairly good sized glass of Buffalo Trace. Um, it was probably close to a hundred proof, and it didn't put me on my ass, but it was it was a good head start. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Was it in the beginning of the reception? About, a, about a th- about a th- right after right uh, after, right after dinner right after <laughs> dinner. And so by the end of the night, I think I've told this before. Um, by the end of the night, I had we had these lights in the centerpiece, these little like fairy like firefly lights, not fairy lights, but same firefly thing. lights, but the same thing. And I took them out of the centerpiece and I put them around my neck, and it looked like I had chest hair. <laughs> and I, there's a picture of me with all of this, and it looks like I'm like amazed at this chest hair that I have. And I actually said to my wife, I said, "Wow." I said, my chest hair is all lit up. Look at this. And she's like, you're drunk. Wow. You need to stop drinking. Because I hardly ever drink. Sure. And I probably had more alcohol that night than I've had any night in my entire life. Even when you were younger? Even when I was younger. And so um, I had I had shots. I had Buffalo Trace. I had more shots. I had more alcohol. I had You were least, just mixing everything. At least... Tito's and um, Tito's and lemonade. I had I had at least a couple of those. I had some gummy shots. I had um, oh, what do they call it? The Red Bull and um, vodka. Yeah, it was just I, they're gold bombs. Yeah, whatever. I had I had a ton of those, and I was I was feeling pretty good. Um, I probably I probably sobered up by the time uh, we left because I did drive home. Um, but I was probably the most sober of everybody in the car. Well, maybe not. Uh, Brie was probably, she was stuffed in the back seat with all of our shit. You're talking about my wedding. <laughs> yes, we're talking about, Brie just walked in. Um, we are talking about your wedding and how I had more to drink that night than. I have never seen him drink like that ever in my life. And my friends were going up to him and like, being everybody like, oh, was take a buying shot me a us. shot. And Amanda still defends herself. She's like. She bought me two or three. In my defense, <laughs> in my defense, he wanted to, and I was like, well, "Okay, okay." The reason I wanted to is that it wouldn't be a. I didn't want to be rude. I'm the father of the bride. You want to buy me a drink? Fine. Right. I, I, I paid for everything. You know, not everything else, but I paid for a lot of everything else at the wedding. Yeah. So sure, why don't I get something back from it? You know, I got free drinks the whole night, so I was chilling. Yes, I didn't pay for the bar. Okay. Right. I didn't pay for pay for the bar, but I paid for most everything else. Sure. Chipped in. i think i think my portion of it was somewhere in the 20s when it was all said and done how many people at the wedding 23 24 something like that 130 130 140 something like that it was it was a nice intimate gathering yeah uh it was up in stoughton wisconsin um and we had a really good time i had the best shot i i probably have ever had up there i've told you about it it was called a water moccasin okay i don't think i've had that one it's it's kind of on the same vein as like a green tea shot. Okay. But like different. I don't like green tea. It's what? it green tea doesn't taste like green tea shots. No. But they're sweet. You would like it. Mm. If it was put in front of you and you were told to drink it, you would like it. I like the gummy it. bear one that Amanda <gasps> That was good. Yeah. Well, she knows all the weird shots like oh, that. I made her try a so bomb. Good. So 
my favorite shot is a is a is a red bomb, like a cherry bomb. And I asked somebody in Texas to make it for me, and they gave me a Vegas bomb. It was disgusting. Well, <laughs> do they make the Vegas bomb in its true fashion, which is supposed to use Crown Royal, or do they use vodka? Or maybe it was a Jaeger bomb. I can't remember. It was one of the bombs. Okay, Jaeger's very different. Way di- you I think it might have been a Jaeger bomb. Jaeger. <clears throat> I was like, oh, it's just like it, it's, you know, Red Bull and like some kind of cherry juice and or maybe it's grenadine or something. And No, you definitely got a Jaeger then. It mm. was it was disgusting. It was like yellow. It was gross. Mm. Yeah. It was disgusting. But cherry bombs are great. All right. So this is a good this is a good little segue here. Do you do you take shots when you go see concerts? No. Well, they also don't normally sell them either some places do some places don't most places i've been to only sell like beer or can you're not I think the, the right reason venue. for that is people get really drunk really fast they do yeah because people pound them like beer people pound that shit well i think it's uh, there's people that have like stacks of cups that you see and you're like i think it's getting expensive to drink at well, concerts so that's now. that's the point of the podcast today is to talk about what are the expenses of going to a concert and the big elephant in the room is the liquor part of yeah. it right so you go to an event and the band, by the way, is not getting any of the proceeds from any of the alcohol that is sold no. at that venue. And you go there, and I was saying in a previous co- podcast about we saw Alter Bridge, Mammoth, WVH, and Red, uh, that the cheapest beer was $10. It was for a 12-ounce glass. 12-ounce, yeah, not 16. Mm-mm. I will say I don't mind paying more for the big cans. Like the I don't even know how many. Yeah, is, we'll like go to Bottom Lounge, and she'll ounces? get, uh, what do you get? Can. What's, 16. what's the what's the white claw? Yeah, she gets a white claw, and they're but the they, big, they're they usually the big have ones. like the, the the little chunkier ones. Yeah, but not it's like not thirty. But those 16. are like no, what are those twelve to fourteen bucks, ones. something like that. They're, they're like tall boys. They call them tall boys. Yeah, you know? sixteen. Still, that's not sixteen. No way. No way. Mm, the, this bottle of water is sixteen ounces. No, mm? they're bigger than that. Mm, might be maybe 20. twenty-four. Maybe maybe, maybe 20. twenty-four. Mm, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. But I don't mind paying more for those because at least I'm getting like a big Especially when I drive one. and she can have like six of them. <laughs> I didn't even drink at this last one. I had one single Bud Light. <laughs> it's because you didn't want to get out of where we were standing. Uh, no, it's because I just wasn't having the Or didn't the want to have time. to go take a piss. <laughs> um, but you did in the end have it. See, and that, so the podcast we were talking about, our, our recap of the Alter Bridge concert, the reason that we went and stood further up is because it just looked like she was having a horrible time. I couldn't see anything. Right. <laughs> and when you can't see the band. The part of going a to a show is the full experience of you're paying for what you get. Which is why we spend a little more money to get pit passes or why we spend a little sure. more money to get, you know, we typically don't get any seats further than 12 rows back. Probably I pay a little more because you want to see the full experience. Yeah. And if you're gonna go and you're gonna spend seventy five, you might as well spend a hundred to get a better seat. Well, like let's or to experience. get a better seat, but a better experience. Let's yeah. look at it like this, okay? So you spent like seventy bucks with taxes mm-hmm. on the altar bridge for standing room, right? You spent about seventy dollars for Hogfest too, and those are seats pretty much How right far? in front of the stage. And that's gonna be Hogfest is gonna be disturbed. Oh, we didn't do the update on disturbed. The, the last. The one we did for concerts and festivals. Yeah. We said Disturbed wasn't going to be on tour. They were just doing festivals. That changed. They just came like out. Like literally two yeah. days after we did, we recorded that podcast, they came out with uh, their tour information and they're touring with Breaking Benjamin. It's going to be a good concert. Yeah. We got tickets. The you need to go get them. <laughs> they're in August. Um, and yeah. And end of August? End of August. 
Yeah. So you kind of sprung it on me. Yeah, we're going to Nickelback <laughs> on the 18th of August. This is what he does. It's like every time I want to go to something, and I'm like asking him and asking him hey, and asking him. Go buy the tickets. Nobody's stopping you. Every time. I'm begging him. I'm like, we should go. This will be fun. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And then he's like, oh, hey, here's these. And I'm well, like, we try to get okay. Bad Omens tickets, and they're nowhere close. Yeah. So we're and then Godsmack and I Prevail are coming again. The closest one was Fort Wayne, I think. Yeah, might have yeah. been the closest one. Which okay, might go there, but. Still, still, a drive. still a drive. Yeah, what is I'm it, trying four to convince hours? him to go to Grand Rapids for the fest that they have up there for two days. What do you know? What weekend is that? It's because Grand I Rapids not that far. Three hours? No, I got I got some people up there. It's a great show. Uh, and no, how far is it? Is it three hours? Oh yeah, it's three hours. It's only like 150 bucks for VIP packages for the first day, and then regular for the second day because they're out of VIP tickets second day. Oh, yeah. Oh, so they reduce the price, so it's like 150 and then like 75. No, it's like, uh, let me show you. I'll, okay. I'll open it up. I sent him an attachment. So the cost of going to a concert isn't just, so let's go through the list. You get there, it's the drive down. Right. So you've got your gas. You've got parking, right? Now, luckily for some of the concerts that we go to, you can park on side streets and so forth. But if you park at the venue, you're paying at least 20, 20 bucks. bucks. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. If you're parking at uh, Tinley Park, it's 40 bucks. So let's call it $25. Uh, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah. Now you're getting at least one to two drinks per person, right? Two. You got to you gotta say two on that. Okay. So what are you showing them? So I was <clears throat> digging more on the um, upheaval. Sorry, my allergies are acting up so better now. It's okay. <clears throat> so um, the they have VIP for two days. So it's like special seating. Like they have like a whole section blocked off for VIP. Okay. Um, I forget what else comes with when it. When is it? July 14th or something okay. like that. I'm out of town. Um, are you? But Let's the VIP go. tickets for the entire day are $125. Mm. And then the GA is 65 So total you're looking at 190 which if you look at that. Plus fees. So you're probably looking at 500 bucks for two people. But if you're looking at that objectively, when you were looking for certain VIP tickets, like I think Alter Bridge was like $180 a person. It's $200. Without the ticket. Without the ticket. This is VIP. Alter Bridge was $200 for your VIP tickets. experience. And all you were getting was you're getting sound check. You're getting some merch. You're getting some signed stuff, obviously. Um, you're getting a group photo. They no longer do the one-on-ones. Okay. Okay, so you're getting, it's just Does you Does that mean they're on the stage else. and they take a picture of you guys? And take a picture of the whole group together. Um, and then you've got early entry. So you're usually in the first two or three rows. I was just going to say you can get close. Right. Um, and then early merch so purchase. It's, so it's $200, 200 versus 75 per person. And they also <laughs> have after shows at this at this fest. So you can see Wage War for $25 after Saturday. Oh. Mm. So you can go into their like after show. And All right, have, give me the lineup again. Um, Please. Day number see. one. Day one. Hold on. Let me go home. And um, what's the, what, is the, uh, what is the so festival called? Upheaval. Upheaval. Welcome to the uprising. Um, so it is Friday. Oh, it keeps disappearing. Um, so it's Bring Me the Horizon, headlining. Mm-hmm. Lamb of God, which I don't really care for. Um, In This Moment, who's not bad. The Ghost Inside, Dorothy, Memphis Mayfire, Royal Bliss, New Year's Day, Dayseeker, Black Note Graffiti, and In Our Wake. Okay. And okay, then, so seven of those bands I would be interested in seeing. And yeah. then day two 
is even better. It's falling in reverse, hailstorm, ice nine kills, asking Alexandria, we came as Romans, suicide in silence, crowbot, fame on fire, Eva under fire, a virtue, and Blackheart Saints. So, again, seven, seven of those bands that yeah. I would probably go see. So, 14 bands in two days for and 100 you get and a quarter. VIP sitting. 100 and a quarter. In one of the days. Uh, 190 total. With but where are you staying overnight? Two nights. Verbo, Airbnb, hotel. Yeah, maybe. Splitty, splitsies. <laughs> camping. She's going to take you camping. No. What, I, what do I look like? I don't want. I don't. Oh God, I couldn't. I'm not a bear. I don't. <laughs> I'm sitting in the woods. <laughs> I didn't say in you had the middle to sleep of July out. In, but the VIP is different <laughs> with this place, too. So, like, the VIP tickets are not necessarily for, like, special VIP. It's, like, exclusively for sitting. So, like, they have, like, right okay. up by the stage sitting. And then you have your own bathrooms. Oh. You have your own entrance. You get free water. I think she's buying us some tickets. That's what I hear. That's what I heard. She's and an adult. I mean, I, adult money. the chance for Ali Sykes to even look at me, worth it. Mm. So worth it. <laughs> that's a 24-year-old That's a twenty-four-year-old for you. All right, I told so. you, I don't know if we did it on the podcast, but I told you that Bring Me the Horizon is my number one I want to yes. see this year. And this is the time. <laughs> All right. So 190, two nights. We were talking about cost per ticket what do you what would you say the cost per ticket is at a typical well, i show? guess what would you spend for a ticket okay it depends, it depends on, on where you're sitting right Let's, so if you're sitting in the if you're sitting in the amphitheater and you're in the first 30 rows well, let's let's average it out. We're not going to say it's at Tinley Park or a giant. No, but just any amphitheater. No, let's not say it's that big. Okay. Let's say it's uh, 10,000, 5,000, 5,000. Okay. So like Riviera, Aragon, yeah. that type of venue. You think there's 5,000 people that went to the Riviera? No, but I'm no. sure they could have a capacity. Um, but I'm like thinking like uh, Eagles Ballroom up, up okay. north. Uh, so 60 bucks? Seven, 60, 70 bucks. 60, 75 after, after fees. What are you willing to pay? Okay, I think it. I think you have to break it down into categories. For a band that you will see, but doesn't matter if you see them. Sure. What are you willing to pay for that? I would say fifty, 50 bucks. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, we're going to twenty-five bucks. Is yeah, but that's that's a small venue. That's right, a couple hundred. Right. That's a couple hundred. Yeah, the you know, three hundred seats. Like, yeah, bottom lounge level. Right. Okay. So let's say it's um, fifty. You said fifty. Right. Okay. After after fees. I don't think I'd ever 50. spend more than one hundred and fifty dollars on a ticket ever. I've never. Okay. So uh, let's say you're going to see Memphis Mayfire. We we went and saw them. Okay. Mm-hmm. They They're were great. And we saw them with Rain City Drive, Ash, Ashes from to Ashes to New. That was it. Oh, uh, uh, oh what's that, that band called? Um, and one more. And I think we paid 40 bucks for each ticket. Yeah. Not bad. No. I can't right? remember. Something, I think their name had something to do with like uh, war or yeah. battle or something. Mm. Call, it, call it 50. Okay, so I think 50 that's bucks. Good. Now you're going to see a band you like, not Ooh. your favorite, but you like them, but you'd never seen them before, but you'd really like to probably go see 60, them. 60, 70 bucks. I'd um, say 75. 75 is where, yeah. Right? That's probably the limit. Now, 75 is pretty average. Too. Let's say you're a fan of Shinedown. You're yeah. a fa- fan of Nickelback. You're a fan of, I'm not, uh, Disturbed. Yeah. Uh, Bake, Breaking Benjamin, whatever. Yeah. What's your What's your limit? What do you pay? I'm still sticking. How big? No How big of a venue? Still same same venue. No, it's like a it's like an amphitheater. Okay, it's and we're like you're probably five thousand seats. No VIP, just right. purely yeah, tickets. Just for the admission. tickets. You know, I hate to say one fifty, but I would say one fifty, and I would hope to spend a hundred to a buck and a quarter max. I was going to say a hundred and a quarter. Yeah, because that's a pretty good number. 
right? Because you, you're usually buying I two. Pit, I got pit tickets for 120 and that was so worth it. Yeah, they were worth it. Absolutely. Well, here, let's. So, where are we at? We're at 25 on, so on parking. 25 for parking. Minimum. Minimum. 50. Are we going to do 50 for ticket? Well, for a band that's lesser known or a smaller here, venue. Let me, let me make sure we get this. I'm gonna, so, so you have 25. So, there's categories, right? So, there's yeah. category number one was the lesser known band, but you, you, you know, you don't. If you go see them, great. If you don't, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think we do a lot of those kind of concerts, yeah. right? Like, oh, that'd be great to go see those guys. Would it be the end of the world if I didn't see them? No. But I'd like to go see them because I had never seen them before. Okay, sure. great. So 50. that's category number one in a small venue, right? So you got 25 for parking. You got, what do we say, 50 for a ticket? Ticket, right. Uh, you've got two drinks. Two drinks minimum. 20 bucks for drinks. Well, ten ten dollar beer, ten dollar beer, right? Was Tip twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, let's so twenty five bucks, and let's say you buy a shirt, forty bucks. I would have, I would have probably upwards that to fifty. So now you got one hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. Second one is twenty five for so let's call it thirty for parking, little little bigger venue. Yeah. Seventy five for a ticket. Now you're at thirty dollars for alcohol, and you might be forty five for a ticket, right? Yeah. So that's one thirty five. So what are you, 170? Yeah. If my uh, math is right. Yeah. Now you go to the big ones. Shine down, nickelback, disturbed. We said 120, 125. 125. Right? So 40 for parking, probably. Yeah. Bigger venue. You're probably spending 50 on drinks. Uh 50 on drinks. You think no. You're probably 25? buying because they have like the fancy drinks. You're probably like spending a hundred dollars on merch per person. Easily, right? Two forty five dollar ticket. Two uh, two forty five dollar shirts. Depends on how many how many t shirts you get. I would say. Let's say it's two t shirts. Okay. Two t shirts. Let's say that. Yeah, you're probably. So right now we're at two seventy five. We're at three ten. Let's call it three ten, per person. One night. One and night. And that's just if you can drive. And that's there? if you just have one ticket, no VIP, yes. no anything else. Do no a minimum of two drinks. <laughs> now if you we can add save, on the VIP, you can layer. save. You can save forty five bucks if you don't get. You know, if you only get one shirt, so now you're two seventy five. So you're somewhere between 275 and 310 per person going to a bigger show. And oh, is it fair? And that's in, only if you're paying for yourself. <laughs> right. I don't No, it's not fair. I I can tell you we went to How many how many times often do you go there or go to a big show like that? Would you say? Probably pretty often. <sighs> So this year we'll probably go to the the most concerts we've ever been to in a year. I'd say we. Twenty twenty, I had six canceled. Right. I had six concerts canceled because of COVID. This year, before August, we're going to be at six concerts. Okay, easily. I think we've got ten or twelve scheduled for this year. When it's all said and done, so third tier. Third so tier. So we're going to have some of each. We're going to have some of the number one. We're going to have yeah. some of the number two. We're going to have some of the number three. I can give you, for instance, about three tickets to Nickelback. Yeah, mm-hmm. in August. At the amphithe- in the amphitheater, I think we were within the first twelve rows. Yeah, three tickets with fees, five hundred and forty bucks. That's you just the tickets. You haven't left your house yet. <laughs> haven't nope. left my house yet. And you know that so mom's going to now. Get I'm five forty. Now I'm five forty, and I've got forty dollars for parking because I know where the I know where the venue is. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to be at least a hundred dollars for for drinks. At least a hundred dollars. At for least hundred. Yeah, I'm going to be a hundred and fifty for merch. You think so? Yeah, easily. Well, three, three shirts. shirts. Three, three us, shirts. Yeah. I would. Yeah, three, three shirts. shirts. 
So now I've got, now I'm at 250. So let's call that 600. I'm at 850 for that concert. Those boys are making big bucks. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you know, I'd hit up your daughter for her big girl. So here's what job I didn't know. Money. So we get into uh, what do the bands have to, you know, what do they, what do they pay? That sort of thing. And yeah. I've got some of those numbers, but I didn't know that the venue got a percentage of the merchandise, but didn't give the show. bands a percentage of the, of the alcohol. alcohol. Correct. That's you okay there. Speaking and of alcohol, real quick, we got to do. Oh, we got a third, third one. one here. What is it? This is Whistle Pig. They're out of New York. Benny's Chump Chop. That is the single barrel, and they are they were distilling out of uh, MGP. So give this one a shot. Which one is this? Whistle uh, Pig. Whistle Pig. It's how a, many? How much proof? Uh, one eighteen and a half, <sighs> and it is a. Uh, Again, out of Indiana is where they source their whiskey from. My back chair Bay Rum is looking better and better. 13 and a half year old single barrel. You did like that keen lime, right? That we had. It was something. The previous podcast. It Cheers. Was. Cheers. Okay. Is this going to burn my asshole? No. Okay. <laughs> wow. That is not for beginners right no. there. Well, and so a lot of people go, this tastes very dilly. So do you get any dill pickle off this? I don't know. My tongue is still on fire. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Wow. That was all of, what did you say, 118? 118 and a half, trying yeah. trying to get him drunk by the end of this? No, but. <laughs> no, he's got to go pull to the lift. That one, that one burned. Yeah. That was a burner. It's aggressive. It wasn't bad. No. It was no, tasty. It's got good flavor. Tasty, yes. But the burn kind of is overwhelming. Yeah, she's sniffing it right oh, now. Oh, boy. Ooh. I wasn't sure. Give it a yeah. sip. Just a little sip. Sip. Oh, well, don't sipping? shoot it. It's going to burn It's gonna burn your throat. <laughs> I mean, I, dr I drink Fireball for a living, so like. Oh, my God. I think Fireball is at 80 proof. That one might have been. That one kicks you in the back of the throat. Now I want to let you know that this specific single barrel it does it's a little spicy on the tongue. It is spicy. I told you. Not like bad. That bottle oh, goes for five hundred dollars. That, that bottle? Shit. Yeah. Wait, this bottle right here. Yeah. I just drank something from a five hundred dollar bottle. Now I want to tell you that it does it's not necessarily retailing for that amount. I think it retailed when it came out for eighty nine ninety nine. Okay. But the I secondary. Taste the bill now. Yeah. Oh, the, the bill. secondary market. Secondary market, you couldn't pick that so bottle up. What you've up. got in there right now is probably worth about eighty-five bucks. Yeah, probably. Wow. I mean, I could get some merch. What I just drank was about three yeah, bucks. You can get a sweatshirt for that money. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to dinner. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's told you the story, but we went mm. to dinner for my mom's birthday. Yeah. And uh, my husband was like throwing a fit about us going to all these concerts and stuff because we went to Trinity of Terror and mm -hmm. um, we put everything on one card because they the see how much system. it costs. Mm -hmm. And he goes. You spent all this money on a sweatshirt. That's ridiculous. I can get a sweatshirt for like $50 at the store. And so he pulls our waitress over and he goes, how much do you think is a reasonable price to spend on a sweatshirt? And my dad's like, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, uh, let's, let's back Set this up. Set the table here. What yeah. if it's for something like a concert or something that's really memorable that you're going to? Yeah. And she's like, oh, probably like 70, 75. And I was like, thank you. There you go. And then he's like, but what about a regular sweatshirt? And she's like 40. And I was like. There you different. go. Yes. <laughs> it's different. It's same, same, but different. It's different. The, this, yeah. this sweatshirt, the wage war sweatshirt that I'm wearing that we both got. That was actually relatively cheap for a concert. That was what, 65? Less oh, that's that. not bad. It's probably 60. It was relatively cheap. So 
because I saw so it. And I was I like, say, oh. I will say this. So when we went to Alter Bridge the other day, yeah, it was Alter Bridge, uh, Mammoth, WVH, and Red. And if you haven't listened to our podcast about the the bonus episode recapping that, go ahead listen to that. We kind of went through the venue and everything, but the prices for the merch were very reasonable. Did you tell us how many uh, shirts you got? Two. Okay. He got two. I got one. Yeah, and they were thirty bucks a piece. Oh, with He's tax, spent I spent under hundred dollars for three shirts. That's reasonable. That's not bad. No, you can go to you can go to Target and buy a twenty five dollar T shirt. Yes, and it says Mountain Dew on it. <laughs> right. Nothing wrong with that, though. Nothing no. wrong with Mountain Dew, nothing and nothing wrong, wrong with, with a T shirt. But you know what I'm talking about? Those graphic T shirts yeah. you go in and yeah. Walmart, Target, wherever, and you buy those, or you go to Old Navy or whatever. They're twenty five bucks. Whatever. Twenty five, thirty dollars sometimes now. Do you think it's okay that the venue takes a percentage of the no. merch? No. So I was I was I was on Twitter and a couple of the 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 bands have chimed in on this recently because it's getting so expensive for bands to do what they do. And a couple of the bands were like, Look, we don't get a percentage of your alcohol. Maybe we should stop touring until these venues start giving us a percentage of the alcohol. Because that would be way different than the merchandise. One of the guys was saying, and, and I don't remember who it was, and I'd have to go back and look, but he was saying, look, he says, sometimes we make double what we actually make on the concert on the merchandise. Oh, and really? then we've got to give somewhere between 15 and 25% back to the venue on the merchandise. Look, I understand if you have to, like, rent out people to, like, run the But you're giving them a 10 by 5. You give them 50 square feet of space to do their merchandise. Yeah, maybe charge them, like, a rent fee, but don't charge them percentage based on the total. Rent the space. Okay, 200 bucks to rent that space. Because you're doing that with the venue anyway. You're renting the space. Or $100 to rent the space, whatever. But if they sell, think about it. If if you've got 500 people there that buy a T-shirt at $30 a piece. Yeah. What is that? It's moving. Right? Yeah. And you're going to pay a percentage of that? Well, I guess the question is, do you do you think it should be different if it's a large venue? If it's a stadium venue versus a, I, I don't want to say bar venue. I but. think it depends on if they employ the people. Because some of the guys on tour, they'll be like, oh, yeah, check out my, my guy out there. Like, they bring the people that they sure. do merch with on tour. Like some, If you've got $15,000 in merch sales, do you think it's unreasonable to pay somebody, let's say it's a minimum fifteen percent. Do you think? Do you think it's unreasonable to say that the venue has to make twenty two hundred dollars on that? But what are they doing? That's the thing. Like, Nothing. are they? Nothing, because they're not even supplying the people providing the space. Correct. Well, they're f- providing the space. But if yeah. if you go up one of the bands was complaining, he's like, we needed a light somewhere to light up. You know, one of the one of the pieces the of merchandise, and it took them four hours to get that light. And we had to pay the the venue twenty percent of the merchandise, not for the light, no, but just for the merchandise itself. Yeah, what the hell? I don't agree with that. No, because no. you're already renting the space, right? So the, the the what I could find online is some of the smaller venues might go for a couple thousand dollars to rent out the venue. Sure, some go for five thousand, some go for fifteen thousand, all the way up to a hundred thousand dollars for some of the largest. Like if you go to United Center. And you rent it out for hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, sell though. But I also <laughs> and, and Taylor Swift's not hard rock, but she makes nine million dollars a concert. Imagine Harry Styles. Imagine nine million like a Styles. concert. <laughs> How many stops on her tour? Fifty. 
That's like, but even let's call it thirty. That's what I'm saying. Look at now Aries. out of that nine million, things. you've got to pay all the people that work for you. Production, everything. all the production, all the sound, all the lighting, all the stagehands, all the trucks. You got to pay all the gas, all the hotel. You pay everything out of that nine million dollars. Yeah. So maybe at the end of the day, she's making okay. Maybe she makes three million dollars a concert. Still three million. dollars. Still fucking three million dollars. <laughs> right. For two hours worth of work. Well, you know it's more than two hours of work, right? Setup, production. She is no, only I'm saying her, right? Yeah, right, 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 yeah, right. But then you're paying the venue. Let's say she has what does United Center hold 24,000 people somewhere around there? Yeah, okay, so 24,000 people. Let's do the math. Yeah, 24,000 people. Let's say a ticket costs $100. Yeah, it's $2.4 million. Doesn't sound right, right? Right, she's making nine million a concert. So it's got to be more than that. Got to be more than a hundred dollars. But take, like pop concert tickets are stupid expensive. So let's just say it's not her. Let's just not say it's sure. it's her. Let's just say you've got twenty four thousand people. What's at least a hundred dollars? Let's say it's Nickelback. Sure. Okay. And each ticket, let's call it a hundred bucks. You got two point four million. Yeah. Um. Now you've got. 24,000 people. How many think buy, t- buy uh, T-shirts? Probably at least Out of that 24. You think half? One of- I would have said a third conservatively. Okay. So let's call it 40%. Okay. So 24,000. So you got 12. 9,600 people are buying T-shirts. At, and theirs are more expensive. Theirs are 45 bucks a piece, typically. So now you got $432,000 in merch. That's just for the band. Right. That's just what they're bringing right. in. So now you've got that plus the $2.4 million. $2.8 million. Now out of that, you've got to pay the venue. Out of that, you've got to pay your stagehands. You've got to pay your lighting. You've got to pay your sound. You've got to pay everybody, right? All the van, uh, all the, the, the trailers. You've got to sure. pay trucks, everything else, okay? And you don't get any of the alcohol sales. You don't get any of the food sales. You'd make bank on alcohol sales. You would. <laughs> right? So let's say that they charge 100000 for the rental. So now you've got, now you're at 2.7. Let's say your expenses for that night, you've probably got at least a million dollars in expenses. I would say so. Yeah. So now you're down to 1.7. I was going to okay. say they're going to walk out with at least a million. Let's call it a million dollars. At the end of the day, it's yeah. called a million dollars after taxes. And they do 30 venue, 30, 30 dates. They're making $30 million. Right. They do have to split it up between them. Sure. Now you're spending, you're splitting up between four guys. Right. Still okay. A lot of money. You're still making $8 million. <laughs> I mean, you, on a tour. I could barely get that through with on that. Two months. That, it'd make it happen. I mean, sure. shoot, if I could make $8 million with my job, doing what I love. But here's, here's the, here's the problem. Yeah. And this is why it's getting so expensive. And this is why the ticket prices are going up, which they are. Yeah. Ticket prices are going way up. So we had COVID. Yeah. 2020, 2021. A lot of bands could not tour, tour, couldn't travel. Some did. Some didn't. Some chose to. Some chose not to. They aired on the side of caution. I was telling you before we had Five Finger Death Punch tickets for 2020. We just went at the end of 2022. Okay. September of 2022. So it was over two years later we went because they could finally schedule the show. Jeez. During that time, not only could the, and the bands are doing okay, right? So they make their money. Right. 
they're living at home. They're doing whatever. They're still putting out music. They're still streaming. They're still doing all those things. They're making money. You know who aren't? You know who isn't making money? The venues. The well, not only not just the venues. Let's take that out of the equation okay. for a second. The merchandise people, right? Yeah. The people who produce all of the T-shirts and do all of that kind of stuff. They're no longer getting that business, right? The sound guys, the lighting guys, the stagehands, the roadies. Yes. All of those, the photographers, everybody else that goes to one of those events and does everything that they do in that 10-hour span when they're setting up and breaking down, they're not working. And let's say you've got, let's say you've got 40 dates. Now you're doing that times 40. So those people haven't been working for two years. They have 60 dates that they've not been a part of. So what the bands are saying now is when they go out on tour is, the price that they used to pay prior to 2020, it's triple what they paid before because these people are trying to make up the money from when they were off. All right. Now, do you think that most people that, uh, you know, bands that are making it up or the venues that are making it up, do you foresee that money going to those people? Or do you think well, that's just to the because what, They're all independent contractors, right? So mm -hmm. all their sound and lighting guys and everybody else I are see. all independent contractors. Yeah. So they hire these companies. There is an exception sometimes, but most of the time they're hired. <laughs> so let's just assume it's without exception. Okay. So now, you know, if you paid X for the lighting guys, now it's X times three. So your ticket now went from $60 to $100. And it's still not covering that triple expense. So that means the band's traveling more, putting more dates out, it might, and it making might, less money. It might be triple the margin, though. I don't know. I doubt it. You don't think so? I doubt it. Okay. Which is one of the reasons that bands like Breaking Benjamin haven't released anything in five fucking years yeah. and are out traveling and are out, you know, selling out venues with Disturbed, by the way. They're traveling and they're touring with Disturbed this year. So we're going to that at the end of, I say the end of August. August. Yeah. I have yeah. a feeling that's going to be a very similar crowd to the Alder French crowd. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> right. Well, if they don't have put anything out, especially here in Disturbed Chicago, has. Disturbed well, from Disturbed Chicago, has, yeah. it's their hometown. They're going to do a hometown show. Yeah. It's going to be great. Right. So that's, we're seeing Disturbed in May at Hogfest in, in Milwaukee. The reason I bought tickets in August to go see them again is I think if you're, let's say you're from LA, like say you're, let's say you're Bad Wolves yeah. and you're doing a show in LA and you're from LA, that's a special show. Yeah. Right. You're putting agree. everything into it. Disturbed from Chicago. They're doing a Chicago show at the end of August. I want to be at that show. That's going to be a good show. Because I think it's going to be their best show, right? So these are all the expenses that people don't think about. They're like, oh, $100 for a fucking ticket. They must be making money hand over fist. No. Because if you go to a concert and you roll up, let's say it's in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah. You're rolling up and there's buses and trucks and they're running. Yeah. They're running the whole time, right? So you got the diesel fuel. And you got the expenses and you got the hotels and there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are running the event. You got your all your roadies and your staff and your lighting people and your sound people and they've got to set all that up every night. They got all the wires they have to run just to make everything sound fantastic. Everything okay? Yeah. Well no, I I think the ride just sat in my stomach all weird. Got <laughs> was that little, you? That was me. Was oh my stomach? goodness. That was my stomach. I was like, was that a growl? I thought no. maybe it was a dog. <laughs> Sorry about that. Holy cow. If you need to Put stop, let us away, know. Um, but you've got all of those expenses. Now you got the merch table. And you got all those people running around. There's 
dozens of people running around at every show. Well, do you do you You're think do you people. think people are not going to shows now that it's more expensive? I think more people are going to more shows because they haven't seen anything for two years, so they're willing to pay more because they missed it. Okay. Okay. Don't you agree? Yeah, no, I, 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 I see everything that. is selling out. Every, all the even the even the second tier and third tier shows are selling out that people are going to. I just think you know from a uh, uh, economy standpoint, I'm seeing the market is going down, and sure, I'm, I think we're going to start heading into a recession. So more like, people are putting cr- stuff on credit cards, though. without a doubt. Okay, so savings is going down. I mean, not to get too yeah. too no. deep into yeah, yeah, the yeah. financial weeds. You're a financial guy. Yeah. I follow everything, so I'm not certainly not well as well versed it as you. Excuse me, but I used to have my six, yeah, and sixty three. So we were pretty much in the same industry at one point. Sure. Um, I, I think that with the market going down and everybody taking money out of credit. savings and putting yeah. everything on credit cards, people are still spending money. That's the thing, right? So it's if you look at the housing thing. data and you look at all yeah. the financial data. People are still spending, and that's the reason we have the inflation that we have right now, because people won't stop spending money. If people stop, I was talking to a mortgage guy the other day, shout out to Brian Reed. Um, I was talking to a mortgage guy the other day, and he was telling us that people, if, stop, if people stop spending money, inflation might go away, little by little, but people won't stop spending money. No. So here we are. We're in the predicament that we are, because people won't stop spending money, and they're not doing it with cash anymore. Like prior to COVID, during COVID, people are spending cash. Right. Now they're putting everything on credit. There's going to be a problem in the future with everybody putting stuff on credit because they won't be able to pay for it. Right. It's gonna well that bill's gonna come due. You know, if you've got an American Express card and you're putting you know, you don't have a limit. Right. But you're putting forty thousand dollars on that and you're trying to pay off monthly, you might have a three or four thousand dollar amount that you're trying to put towards it every month, right? And so that's a problem. It's a problem. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens this upcoming spring and summer. None of my credit cards have that much on it. No, no, no. Of course not. But it's again, it's one of those things where we're, we're going to find out whether this recession gets a little worse, and if this but even spending if it got habits worse, are going to continue. Think people are just going to stop going to concerts. I think less concerts will be sold out. Really? Yeah. I think they have to be. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I. I don't know if they will be. I think the big venues will switch and where the $170 per ticket or a hundred and a quarter dollar, hundred and quarter per ticket. I think we'll start seeing bands switch to smaller venues to make sure that they sell out as opposed to being larger venues, not sell out, not make as much margin and then kind of go from there. What do you think? I don't know. She's going. She's going. Doesn't matter what time of day. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to stop. So I, I don't, you know, I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, we've had this happen before where bands either don't tour as much. Is there a or number that you won't pay to go see a band that you like? Oh. Over $150. Absolutely. I I won't do it. <laughs> Unless I'm getting VIP and a ticket, I'm not spending more than $150 with tax. I, I don't think I've spent $150 either on a single show. I think the most I've spent is a buck and a quarter. So your max is one fifty. I think so. And we're not talking we're not talking a full like a small festival all day on a Saturday starts at No, a we're talking 10. like a headline tour. Yeah, we're talking yeah. Headline tour, three bands max. Hunt fi- oh yeah, one hundred and fifty is my okay. max. What's your max? 
Probably say three bands minimum. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I guess it depends on the show. Like, I remember, and, and I don't see as many shows doing this. Like, there was a there was a time where I saw Breaking Benson, Breaking Benson, Shine Down, and Nickelback in the same night. Yeah, I don't think you see that anymore unless you're at a festival. Right. Right. Bands aren't at, playing as late either. And then they've got so many people at that festival that they can spread that cost out. Right. But if you have a finite number of tickets, you have a finite number of seats, finite number of shows, they have to charge a fairly substantial amount. I might be willing if the if the bands if it if I hadn't seen the band and I've seen most of the major bands right so so me to most say, of the most of the bigger or most of the people you're going to go see are at smaller venues anyway, so they should be yeah, cheaper tickets should be cheaper. I mean name a name a large band. I'll tell you if I've seen them. You know, name a name a huge band. Like I haven't seen Metallica. Okay, but we talked about this on a previous podcast. Metallica's come to Chicago. What well, was it? Three two shows. <laughs> yeah, it, like four hundred dollars. It's ridiculous for the two shows for like upper deck seats. That's crazy. That's one fifty a show, right? That's a pass down down on the bowl. It was like twelve hundred bucks or more. That point just goes to Megadeth. You'll get the same experience. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> Which no, you won't. Um, but around us, is but long. festivals. I mean, some people are spending one hundred and fifty dollars to go to a festival, but you're seeing ten bands. I'm see, yeah, right. I'm seeing a lot of bands. Right. Right. So for me, I think the number is probably one hundred seventy-five bucks. One seventy-five. Okay, I think so. For a headlining, three bands, maybe four, maybe three good like. People that could headline. Yeah, like, okay. Like, I'm surprised the Hogfest tickets are so inexpensive. What, were, the, what were those? 75? They were like 75. Yeah, but you've got three bands, at least three bands that headline. Okay. Dorothy, maybe I wouldn't consider a headliner band. No. But you've got Beartooth, they headline. Falling in Reverse, they headline. Disturbed, certainly headlines. Certainly. Right? So you got three bands that could potentially headline a tour. Maybe not in a big venue. But could headline a tour, and you're under a hundred bucks. I think it's a great value. That's a good value. I'd go if I was in town. <laughs> you're never in town. <laughs> you're always traveling. You know, maybe you should start going to the good concerts, and then we'll start talking about them. Wait, wait, wait. What just what just happened? Didn't you just tell me that somebody's <laughs> not going to uh, uh, the concert that we already paid for in March? I don't see why this 18th? is my fault for going on a honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, she's going on a cruise. I just I didn't tell you this, but I just bought tickets. We're flying down to Key West that weekend, so I'm not going either. What the heck? Yeah. I'm all alone now. You can take mom. Bastards. <laughs> no, I'm not taking her. <laughs> she could sit at home. Uh I'm sure you could find somebody though. Who's a band so uh we can close it out with this. Who what is a band that you haven't seen that you want to see? Who um, Like who's really not even touring I have this two. year? I have two. Go, right, go you with already told us one. No, um, yeah, you go with no, yours. No, obviously, I've told you guys numerous times, Bring Me the Horizon is my right. number one. I've seen yep. so many TikToks from their, like, Germany and Europe tour, and I just, I'm dying to go see them. Um, and the second band that isn't touring is uh, Seether. I want to see Seether real bad. Big Seether girl. Okay. You've never seen them? Nope. I was, when they were in, like, their prime I was like young. <laughs> yeah. So I, that wasn't like a thing for me 
when I was younger. And I think now with the, they switched music uh, lead singers and started coming out with more music about, what, like five years ago? They started making new music again. So to recap, what are the two bands? Bring Me the Horizon and Seether. So Seether, see, I started listening to Seether when um, they were touring with Evanescence. They're considered dead rock. That's, that's th- no way. Yeah, dead rock. Come on. <laughs> so is Nickelback and like <laughs> all those guys on the same, the same type of. Uh, I think Seether is in the same category as like an Evanescence. They've been around a while. Yeah. They're established. I would call them a mature rock band. All right. So what do you call Metallica? A very, very, very mature Old rock band. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Which if you listen to their new album, yeah. it's it's good, right? If yeah. you're a Metallica fan, you like it. I don't think it has that edge to it. It's more of a, and I don't want to use the word pop. It is That is not what I'm trying to say. But it has a more, uh, more, it has more rounded like a hair band. Vibe it has still. a more rounded sound to it. It's not as, you know what I mean, sure. like that that really edgy guitar. You know his his voice isn't as growly. Yeah, it's more of a refined heavy metal. Makes sense. I could see that. Yeah, because we were listening to it in the other in the car on the way down to Alter Bridge the other day, and I was just like this. It's good. It just it doesn't Their have the same. Great. It just doesn't. Mm, it all kind of sounds the same <laughs> to yeah. me. It's and all again, we're going to do a, a podcast of when is it to when should bands stop touring, and then a list of those bands that are still <laughs> and a list touring. of those bands that are still touring. <laughs> yeah, that should not be touring anymore. So taking off. All right. Um, so those are hers. What are the bands that you have not seen that you'd like to go see? Well, unfortunately, we were talking about, I wanted to go see Rain City Drive. Yeah. Because, so I've seen all of the major artists that I've always wanted to see. Um, and, of course, I'm going to go see a few of them that I love again this year, Shine Down specifically. Yeah. Um, and so we were talking, what was it, Rain City Drive, and uh, I just... Around the Empire. Okay, well, you're going to see them. Well, I haven't with, seen them yet. With, I know, with, right. but I'm saying of the band. Okay, so that is a, okay, it's true. Yeah. You, are, you haven't seen them, you want to go see them, but you are going to see them this year. So let me preface it by saying of the bands that we are not scheduled to go see, is there a band that you either isn't touring right now and you want to go see or is touring but we're not scheduled to go see that you'd really like to go see? Is there one of those bands? I, no. So no, because I've seen, I, whenever I get a chance, I go see them. Now, unfortunately, within this last month You have or adult so, money and you can go see adult brands. Right. And, and go travel. So I just haven't been able to see anyone specifically that I haven't seen before yet. So before I give you mine, yeah. um, I'm going to ask you, is there any bands that you've seen in the past that you'd really like to go see again that aren't touring right now? Well, that you have seen. Ironically, we were you were giving me quite the bit of grief that Breaking Benjamin had not come out with any new music in five and, years and wasn't really that's a touring. fact, right? Yes, it, they well, uh, one song. I'm sorry, they came out with one. I don't really care. One, one collaboration song yeah. with um, 
uh, star set. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so I would like to go see them again because it's been a long while since I've seen them. Um, okay. I also haven't seen Nickelback in five years. You have the opportunity to go see both this year. I know. That's why I'm saying. So, like, when you say, oh, is there a band you haven't seen that you'd like to go see? The answer is no. I've seen them all that I really wanted to go see. Okay. And then is there a band that you, that you haven't seen that you want to go see? Well, we're going to go see them. All the bands that, that I do want to go see that I haven't seen, we're going to go see them this year. So I'm, I'm excited for that. So I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit here. Tell me. And I'm going to say the band that I haven't seen that I would have loved to go see in their prime, not today, in their prime, which would have been about 30 years ago. Wait a minute. Wait yes, a minute. Yes. I'm thinking I'm thinking today's day I and understand. age. No, no, I understand. I'm changing the rules. <laughs> okay. Is and it's not even a rock band. Okay. Genesis. Ooh. Okay. Here's another one. And I can't see them because they don't exist anymore. Lincoln Park. <sighs> that is a good one. I did not see Lincoln Park. I haven't seen either of those. And I would have loved to have seen Lincoln Park before um, they basically don't exist anymore. Right. Not in the original form, anyway. No. And Genesis, just because why, yeah, why they Genesis? used to be considered rock, right? Yeah. 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 I'll give you that. Just, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Phil Collins. So I've seen Phil Michael Collins. Like mechanics, whatever. But Genesis, as, as it was put together in their prime, Invisible Touch, like that time of Genesis, I would have loved to go see them. When did they split up? Well, they're not. They didn't split. They just did a. They just did a final tour, if you want to call it that. What last year, year before? Okay. Tickets were ridiculously expensive. I think they were in the hundreds of dollars. Oh, okay. But it was one of those situations where Phil Collins had to sit in a chair. Oh no! And sing because okay. he couldn't. Right. You know, he might have played drums or whatever, but he 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 couldn't really get around. So, I don't think I saw Genesis. I'm pretty sure I just saw Phil Collins, but. Do, do, have you seen just Phil Collins? I have not. Okay. Here's another one. And I, in that same Genesis genre, it would yeah. be Peter Gabriel. Ooh. I would have loved to have seen Peter Gabriel. See, I've also seen Peter Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Shock the Monkey, Biko. Yeah. All of the, all of those. I mean, you can go. You, you know, can, I saw him with my dad. I didn't go out and buy and tickets. Sledgehammer, uh, big time. Uh, what else here? Uh, Steam, Red Rain, I mean, Kiss the Frog, Salisbury Hill. Jesus, I mean, I could just go down the list. Sure. I, I would have loved to have seen him live, but I didn't, and I can't, because mm. he's not in his prime. No, and it does not going to sound anything like what you remember either. No. Um, Is there anyone that you haven't seen that you'd like to see this year or next year? Yes. That is out Asking touring. Alexandria. Okay. I have... So we were scheduled to see them last year, yeah, and they canceled. So we were supposed to see them with Atreyu, and they canceled okay. that show, and I was pissed because they were the reason I was going to that show. So I wanted to, I want to see them. Um, that's one band that I was like, I'd really like to go see them. Um, as far as anybody else, okay. So like, if you were to go back in time twenty years, um, puddle of mud. Yeah. I did not see them. I would have liked to have seen them in their prime. Um, I saw them when they were mentioned Star Set. I actually saw them. Yeah. They were they were opening for uh, one of the bands that we uh, Submersed. Yeah. We talked oh. about them earlier. Yeah. Right? I, I didn't, so they've I only didn't put out a couple them. albums, but Submersed was fucking awesome. 
I, I would Back like to go. The day. And they're not, I don't believe they're touring anymore. Well, I, they've been around for 10 years. Yeah, okay. But, you know, um, In Due Time's album, 2004, Immortal Verses, 2007. Yeah. I mean, you, okay. you're not going to find much better rock and roll music than no. or hard rock music than that. Um, so, you know, I've seen Theory of a Dead Man. We talked about them. Yep, they, they actually just came to... No, I think, Gary, Indiana, I Chicago. Think, area. I think they're coming in Milwaukee in August. One of the bands that I wanted to go see, we are going to, well, we're going to go see yeah. with um, Shinedown is Three Days Grace. Had not seen them, scheduled to see them this year. Have not seen them with had the new singer. Had not seen Disturbed. What's that? Have not seen them with the, since the new singer. Right. Had not seen Disturbed, scheduled to see them twice this year. So I this year is one of those years where I'm actually getting to see a lot of the bands that I've never seen before play. And here's another one. Um, and I would like to go see them just because I, I, I've, I think their lead singer is very, very talented. Yeah. A little strange, but very talented is tool. Oh yeah. I've not seen tool. I've seen tool. Would like to go see tool. How was it? Solid. Yeah. We were at uh Aragon ballroom. Very, that to me would be worth going and see, And even if I didn't like the band. Yeah. I think they're so their range of what they can do you've got um pucifer you've got uh tool and what was the other band um uh that he's part of there's three nine inch nails no uh that's who i saw them with tool was nine inch nails okay but um he's in he's in a third band but anyway um and it's just i I, it's not coming to me i'm sure you're screaming into the mic everybody's like fuck that's it um i'm gonna go back even a little further so in the in the Genesis Peter Gabriel, what rock band do you think I'm thinking of? Rock band before before they changed lead singers or after they changed after they changed lead singers became a completely different version of themselves, and their lead guitarist has passed away since. Who would I be talking about? And I just saw his I just saw his son front Mammoth WVH. Come on, on Saturday night. You noticed them? What do you mean? You, you're saying that I'm you, saying, he was in the crowd? I'm, no, I'm saying Wolfgang oh. Van Halen oh. played with Mammoth on Saturday night. I would have loved to have seen Van Halen in their prime with Sammy Hagar. I got it. I got it. Oh. I was giving you clues. No, I appreciate that, and thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, who is the band? And, of course, now this is just a perfect circle. Perfect circle. I was trying to think of it. I just looked it up. Um, Maynard Keenan. So uh, no. the, he's uh, the uh, lead singer. It's a southern rock band. They're from Michigan, uh, and they sound like uh, like a Blackstone Cherry. No, uh, everyone. Remember, we were talking about the bands that kind of sound like older bands. Okay. Um, oh, of course, that's not well. Leonard Skinner. I mean, I mean, I would love to see Leonard Skinner back in the day, but um, <laughs> that was before my time. You know, I would have liked to seen Rocket Man played in its prime. Elton John. Yeah. So Elton John actually just toured what last year? I think it was the last one. Last year, it was a big show, big expensive show. Yeah, but how good Tickets was it? Very expensive. Did you, I didn't. I haven't. I don't know. I saw him in. Um, I have not seen. Elton what was God. that movie? The The King's Men or whatever, right? Yeah. And he was in that, like the second one. Yeah. He actually made that movie. <laughs> like it was a stupid ass movie. Until, I think the ending was kind of dumb until too. Elton John came along. Yeah. Like that's fucking funny. Hmm. No, I that was that was one of probably one of the bigger ones that I'd like Elton to have John. seen. Yeah, back in the day. So those are some. I mean, I, I know I kind of broke the rules, but 
um, well, there's really no rules. We make them up as yeah. we go along. But um, those, and, and now, okay, so you asked me now, today. Today. It'd be those damn crows. Oh, that's a good one, too. But they're in the UK. I'd have to travel to the UK to see them. And I, and I feel like that's hard because some of these, and who's, who's in Wales? That's those damn crows. Yeah, those damn yeah. crows. Right. So there's, I mean, there's a few out there that I could probably say, oh, I wish I went and saw them. Again, in their prime, right. I probably would have liked to have seen, yes. Right? Sticks. I haven't seen Sticks. I saw you too. I'm saying in, the in their prime. Like, I've seen Three Doors Down. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you another one. We, we talked yeah. about them on a podcast before. Uh, um, 10, um, uh, oh, God, uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen them? No. Oh, you gotta go see. Them. I know, right? So there's they're they're out there. One Republic. That's another one. Now that's not a rock band, right? But again, uh, those are those are huge, huge acts. All right, this is this is one. I I, I apologize. I couldn't remember the name. Greta Van Fleet. I'd okay. like to go see them. That's um maybe like Southern Rock. Leonard Skinner, right? Is that uh, no? What they, oh, what's uh, the other one they sound like? <sighs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. People say all the time they sound like. Oh, Led, Ze- is it Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Led, yeah, Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Oh, there's another one. I, I mean, yeah. Led Zeppelin in their part. Robert Plant. Yeah, come on. But again, I'm 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 older, but I'm not that old. You're not where dead. I would have seen them in their prime. You could have. You should have. Yeah, but I, <laughs> Kiss. You would have saw Kiss. I would have seen Kiss in my prime. In my in their prime, not in my prime. In their in their prime. As a kid, it was one of my first albums. It was Sean Cassidy Kiss. That was in that. Order. How old were you in their prime? 10, 8. Do you think as an 8 or 10-year-old, and maybe we... I would have loved the show. You think so? I would have. All right. And then I'm going to take this a step further, and I apologize for dragging this one out. That's another one. How how young or how... At what age do you start bringing your child to a concert? That's a really good question. (sighs) That they remember. I think think the kid's got to be at least 6 or 7 years old. I remember my con. I remembered stuff that from that long ago. Because this is like a Disney World question, right? You don't bring your kids to Disney for them before seven years old because it's for you, right? I see two year olds and babies going to Disney, right? That's ridiculous, right? So same thing with concerts. At what age do you bring them? But I think if you raised them right, yeah, and you raised them on rock and roll, fucking bring them. Okay. Right, even if you got to put headphones. Well, on. You've seen the babies that have headphones. No, absolutely. Do you have to pay? Do you have to pay for a ticket on that I have one? No idea. That'd be interesting. Probably. I'd imagine they're taking up a seat, right? No, because they're on your back. Yeah, but that's at a festival. Typically, you see those. Okay. So you're probably buying a ticket for the kid. Well, especially if it's a six or seven, eight year old. You know who else I would have liked to have seen? Who? Before he hung himself. Oh. In um, excess. Again, I know that's not considered rock, but some of these bands that I grew up with, I would have loved to go see them. Well, I don't. I, don't I just th- didn't do a lot of concerts in my teenage years. I was going to say, I would say the majority of music that you listen to today is not what you had back then. But I'll tell you this: I saw Def Leppard in my late teens. It's still the best concert I ever went to. Yeah, by it's far. Still hair banger. I mean, that's it's not that's not what it is today that you're listening to. Would you say? No. Okay. No. Because I think music, I think music was a little. People will probably argue this, but I think music was a little more innocent back then. It's a little heavier now. More innocent. Innocent. 
Like, I think it was, think about it. You listen to the classic rock radio. Your kids are sitting in the back seat. You listen to White Snake slide it in. You think Motley Crue is innocent? What I'm saying is, I think sometimes we look at those bands and we think of the good times. Okay. And we think of nostalgia. And we're we're sitting in our car listening to, again, White, Sna- White Snake's slide it in. Yeah. Or pour some sugar on me from Def Leppard. And you're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you listen to the fucking lyrics, <laughs> there's absolutely... Everything that kids should not be listening to at a certain age. Sure. Yet we all sing along. And we did. But now I think the music is more in your face. It's more, it's it's heavier. Yeah. There's a lot more of it. There's a lot more bands. There's a lot more exposure to to lesser known bands because of social media and, and such. Streaming iTunes services. And streaming right. services, Spotify. Back in the day, you listened to whatever they put on the radio. And that was it. Right. And whatever they force fed you, that's what you liked. Now you have a choice. You can go out and listen to a, those damn crows if you wanted to. And you can feel like they're one of your favorite bands. And then people are like, who the fuck are they? Right. Right. And you're like, well, go listen to them. Fuck. Right. Go listen to them. Just because you're come in the back US, and tell no, me whether no you like them anymore. or not. Right. Because yeah. it's so easily ex- accessible. Yeah. Right. And so w- when you say, oh, Journey and Sticks, that's why I mentioned all those bands. Yeah. That's what I grew up on. And I didn't see a lot of them in concert. I would have loved to have. But everybody else was listening to those too. It wasn't like you walked up to somebody and said, who'd you you go see last night at your concert? Oh, I went and saw Rain City Drive. Who? (laughs) Right. Right. It was, oh, I went to go see Duff Leppard. I went to go see J. Giles Band. I went to go see Styx. I went to go see whomever. Do you remember, were, were the smaller bands touring like that during those times? Or was it? They were. Okay. Yeah, they were. They were. Okay. Um, you know, I, I see occasionally like these little festivals that you see in small towns. Yeah. A lot of those bands used to do them. Sticks, Yes, Jer- you know, Journey. They used to do those small festivals. They don't do them anymore. They do big stuff because they've yeah. gotten so popular. Right. You know, when you can walk into a Target or Walmart and buy a graphic tee that says Yes or Journey or who? Sticks right. or The Who. I wasn't a Who fan, but. No. You know, a lot of people are like, fuck you, who's awesome? <laughs> okay, whatever, fine. We all have our opinions. We all have our flaws. Right. You know? all, everybody has their own flavor. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, to wrap up, yeah, it gets expensive to go to these concerts. It does. But I think we have to realize that it's also expensive to put them on, regardless of the venue, right? And if you go to a venue that's a smaller venue, appreciate the fuck out of it because it costs them less to do that. Right. And that's why they're doing them. And you're paying less to go there. But find ways to support your favorite band. Buy their merchandise online. Buy their merchandise at the show. Follow them. Stream their music. Well, now you know to buy their merch online because it goes directly to them. Directly to them. Right. And some bands now are selling their concert merch online. You can get, like Alter Bridge, except for the concert t-shirt, you could have gotten every one of those shirts that we saw at the venue online. Yeah. Just, and they don't have to take fifteen or twenty percent of it and kick it back to the venue. Although, although it's kind of crazy. So, something to think about though is you're still paying for shipping. So the consumer pays for shipping. So if you're fine with that, yeah, but if that supports the band and a hundred percent of that right. proceeds, go to, proceeds go to them, I don't care. No, I'm good with like that. Like Mark Romani's into a lot of different things, right? He's got his Fret Twelve yeah. line, and he does all of that. And he's got his Tremonti band, and so those guys are into so many different things. And Miles Kennedy's got his own. He's he he does his independent stuff, and and um, 
and the other guys do they, they're parts of other bands and so everybody's got something going on on the side right so they're sure. making they're making money but those guys make i mean let's not kid ourselves they make good money sure they're just not making as much now after covid so it all comes back to covid's ruined everything right and for what i mean yeah everybody got sick and we were supposed to be safe and right. we were supposed to make sure that we weren't putting put ourselves in harm's way and i get all that and i understand why we did it but it's there's a fallout we can't to really it though, wonder too. why we're in the position that we're in now right. because of it right. there are consequences to the actions and then higher prices for everything are the consequences to those actions go enjoy those concerts absolutely see you next time toodles see you kids